This is episode 529 on the 3rd of June 2022. Strike down the strike rate over the past few years and more there has been an obsession with the strike rate of batters how strike rate of batters enhances or sullies their reputation it's very similar to a penalty corner conversion rate in hockey for example if a team gets 10 penalty corners but they're only able to convert 3 then it's called a poor conversion rate why because 3 out of 10 would mean a strike rate of 30 which is not good enough whether it's academics or sports we are obsessed with numbers and we have created this whole situation where we say that this is what the standard is and who sets the standard the individuals who themselves have no standard in that particular profession set the standard and therefore when i read articles and i hear the discussions around strike rates by individuals who themselves had no pedigree who themselves didn't even have anything worth discussing discussion in their own careers discuss strike rate as if they are the authority on it as a do as if they know everything about it and when individuals who have never played the sport that is the sports writers start putting their weight on it it becomes even more hilarious because what do they know about strike rate they themselves so inconsistent when they come when it comes to writing an article their writing itself is so poor in terms of content and ideas that they have to borrow such things that they have to fill their article with statistics the moment you fill your article with statistics you are done i have no respect for you because you are putting things that is statistics you're borrowing somebody else's let's say effort of statistics which means you don't have the content you lack content you lack ideas you lack original thought and that is why there has been this whole aura around strike rates let's get into this thing of strike rates even more so there has been a growing obsession around the superficial strike rate and standards have been set by pseudo experts and sports writers who have lost their reputation and whom i think as said a few episodes ago need to go away they need to go away because no one wants to listen to their ideas and then the sadist pped media that is the pseudo print electronic and digital media they target a few individuals they praise a few individuals that wow look at their strike rate look at their intent look at their ruthless aggression they don't these individuals who have ruthless aggression they won't wait around before going bang 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 on the It's other hand there would be a few individuals that these 
that the PPED media targets who have lack of intent, who are who maybe are losing their reputation because they're not scoring fast enough or they're not scoring enough. They're not going in that zone which is the comfort zone of what a batter or a bowler is supposed to do. So according to me, strike rates don't affect the final score or put pressure on the other batter. Let me take you through this article which itself has no substance because this article is fueled by statistics and the moment you fuel your content with statistics, you lose all reputation and that's me saying it and when I say it, it's final. But still, let's go through this article because there's an obsession and what kind of obsession? Let's just see what these newspapers had to say, say that so that we can get into the discussion and tear them apart. So the headline is Indian openers need to catch up with respect to the recently concluded Indian National T20 Cup. Go the Josh Butler way or at least the Quinton DeCock way. Make every ball count as an opener if you are eyeing that 100 or just in the power play but also in the middle overs. I don't know where these terms come from. Power play, middle overs, they don't even matter. This tournament has really brought out the best and worst in openers. And as I said, they are targeting a few individuals. Let's see who they are targeting. KL Rahul finished with two centuries and four fifties, but he was way too slow at the start. Who cared if he was scoring 16 of 16 balls and then he accelerated to 100 of 60 balls. Doesn't matter if you're slow at the start, who defines slow, who defines a fast start? That Butler hit 45 sixes, 11 more than the next best Liam Livingston shows how well he compensated for the few slow starts. 45 sixes don't really enhance a reputation because I saw him hitting sixes, they were all flukes and since Indian grounds are small, Indian grounds don't even have that standards. Indian grounds are the smallest in the world, a five-year-old can hit sixes. So it's not a special achievement by him to hit 45 sixes even if it means hitting a 120 meter six. Had this been a ground in Australia or England, he wouldn't, he would have only hit half of the sixes. So let's see what he does in the World Cup if he really can shine in the actual tournament and not in this superficial national T20 Cup or seen as a summer slam for most. Same with David Warner or Decock. The same can't be said about the Indian opener. So there you go, you are targeting Indian openers straight away, which means you are targeting the likes of Guy Ward, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli and others and Prithvi Shaw and whoever, whoever were the Indian openers, not good enough. Why? Because Warner has a strike rate of 150, Butler has a strike rate of 149, Decock has a strike rate of 148, Rahul has a strike rate of 135, Abhishek Sharma had a strike rate of 133, doesn't matter. 133 is a very good strike rate. Of course, 150 
is something you have done something special but i don't think a strike rate of 150 is that bad but what's the acceptable norm no one knows about it so i think this whole statement that indian openers were not good enough i think this statement if i was one of these players i would sue this paper for defamation and make sure that they lose every penny when they are sued for that defamation suit you cannot just say that they say this ppd media targeting a few individuals these few individuals need to answer back strike back and say well the media needs to shut its mouth or i will make sure that whoever wrote this article finds themselves on the streets with a begging bowl the next day and that should be the intent lack of intent well one intent would be to just put a nice hand on the cheek of that particular individual but that's violence it's not violence it's just saying that you need to control the way you write an article or we'll control the way we target you by just going after you and then doing things which can only happen in the field of combat sport a couple of strikes you want to strike rate what about a couple of strikes to the gut and to the face make sure that you would never stand up again but let's not go into that because some people might see it as rude and violent but if you ask me i really don't care but let's get into this strike rate discussion again of course they targeted rahul they targeted rohit sharma why because these individuals had a strike rate of below 145 or below 150 they were starting too slow i still think it really doesn't matter because the first thing that the broadcaster shows is when they show the statistics of a batter is the number of runs scored in number of matches and the strike rate and then the commentators have to open their mouth and say 136 not good enough 115 definitely not good enough i think 115 is good enough but then since we are obsessed with formats and we want to compartmentalize these formats we think 115 might work in a 50 over game because of the longer duration 115 may not work in a 20 over game because of the shorter duration but overall i don't think strike rates matter especially coming from the sadest ppd indian media but let's get more into this let's get more into the superficial trends created we are obsessed with strike rates for batters and bowlers because even bowlers have strike rates batters have averages also because that's how we look at it we are obsessed with numbers i am not so sometimes i don't really think it matters but then we look at commentators who say not good enough and everyone says yes you are right it's not good enough and that's the thing we accept that nonsense economy rates and others so former players turned commentators who own performance was always in the gutter now harass the contemporary players with far too much attention on strike rates averages economy rates and others let me give you an example of an economy rate 
so for a bowler in a 20 over game the ideal economy rate should be between six and a half to seven and a half in a 50 over game the economy rate should be between five and a half to six and a half and in a five day game it really doesn't matter what your economy rate is your strike rate matters at after how many balls do you take a wicket if, if your strike rate is around 40 so you strike after every six and a half overs which is good enough but then that's over a period of time which can change so if a batter had a strike rate of 145 career strike rate but if in a tournament his strike rate falls down to let's say 125 then his career strike rate may also fall down how does the math work i don't care and i'm not interested so yes the strike rate can go up can go down like a stock market but because in the we are presuming that because these indian batters did not perform up to expectation and because we put them on the pedestal we put them on the throne and we give them monikers like king and hitman and whatever you may want to add to that moniker we expect them to perform of course we expect athletes to perform at 200 percent every time so when rafael nadal takes on an alexander zebrev there are no expectations from alexander zebrev if he wins well that will be what one calls a uh, upset but no one is expecting an Alexander Zverev to win in front of the more pedigreed, overhyped, over-cliched Nadal. Okay, Nadal has been doing this for the past 17 years, but well, Nadal, Djokovic, Federer and few of their contemporaries have managed to fool the media into thinking that they are the best. They somehow con their way into the semi-finals of such tournaments because they are allowed to because it might be fixed who knows so when nadal defeated djokovic it, it was only a matter of time before everyone knew that nadal would go on to win this particular french slam or whatever you want to call it so when he takes on alexander zevrev tonight who is an emerging player of course the age factor comes into play which if you ask me i really don't care about if one is 25 and the other is 36 and there's one more player at 33 who is going to care about such minor things but let's get back into more details about this strike weight nonsense and what are the expectations from the players and what should be the ideal one though i disagree but this is what is expected so if you look in a five day game the strike rate is usually not applicable which means you can strike at 50 which is fine because you're taking your time but your average is expected to be between 45 to 50 and more so if you're if you are averaging 35 in a five day game you're not good enough but if you're average is 45 the strike rate will automatically become negligible in a 50 over game which is somewhere squish between the five day game and the 20 over game the ideal strike rate is somewhere between 75 and 90 it was the same 
30 years ago to 30 years ago, nobody cared about the strike rate. But nowadays, people somehow care about such mundane things because of the lack of content by the audio commentators and the individuals who write articles on various platforms. Even in a 50-over game, your average is expected to be somewhere between 45 and 50, which that means you are a complete player. A strike rate of 80, an average of 45 and more, or 50 and more, you are a complete player. You can't have anything wrong with you. If your if your strike rate is 75, but if your average is less than 40, then you are not good enough because 39.99 usually don't write 39.99 as 40 when it comes to the world of sports in a 20 over game all the focus is around the strike rate the expectation is that it should be 130 to 150 and 150 and more but as i said like a stock market it can go up and down you can't expect batters to have a strike rate continuously yes josh butler managed it but then he only plays 20 overs and 50 overs. He's no longer a part of the five-day setup. So he doesn't know what it is to slow down. The mind doesn't work that way. And then when you have five overs to go, you have to strike at 150 and somehow you swing, the ball goes for a six, brilliant. You miss and the same shot is caught by the fielder, a bit of bad luck. Let once again reiterate this point an anchor makes little sense when you have almost seven batters to spare in 20 overs not many teams have brought into this outlook but one of them reached the final this way overall among teams with at least five batters among 200 runs and more Delhi and Rajasthan have been the most impressive have a look at the strike rate so for Punjab, Liam Livingston was striking at 180, but he does that for all teams. Prithvi Shaw was 153, Shimran Hetmeyer is 154, but then that's what they do. Don't expect the likes of Shimran Hetmeyer to ever play the 5-day game and the strike rate goes from 153 to 53. It's not going to happen. That's the most important thing. And as I said, the PPED media was targeting a few individuals based on their intent and strike rate. A very interesting article has propped up, which well baffles me that what is the obsession? And they're obsessing and they're obsessing over one player because this player hasn't made runs in terms of what defines making runs. In test, his career strike rate was 55.69, which means 56. As I said, strike rate is usually negligible in the five-day game, but in 2022, it was down to 39. His strike rate in 2021 was 45. In ODI, his career strike rate stands at 93. His strike rate in 2022 was 76 and that is a huge drop, I don't think. I think 75 is not a bad strike rate, which means you can score 45 of 60 and then accelerate to score the next 60 runs of the next 45 balls. The clearest drop though is in the national tournament. 
His career strike width stands at a passable 129 or 130. I think it's still good, but his strike weight this year was 116. Okay, a little drop, but not a matter of concern, at least not for me. I don't think targeting one individual over something as mundane and as moroning as strike width is the right way to go but targeting Kohli is the easiest thing to do because he himself allows himself to be targeted by this PPED media and he doesn't mind it so well that discussion goes nowhere. But let's move on to something different since it's all about skill. There is no skill involved in strike rates and averages. If it happens, it's good. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But let's look at another subject of interest. What defines skills? A learned power of doing something competently. So what is skill? Something which in you are competent. Humans are usually incompetent in almost everything but they may be competent in a subject which they have spent doing over a lot of time. But what is skill and what is pseudo skill? Let's get into that more. What cannot be defined as a skill? This is very important because we get excited when we start defining mundane and minor things as skills. So what cannot be defined as a skill? Being a pseudo media manager or creating phone applications and internet of things is not a skill. Let's discuss both of them separately. Pseudo media manager, if you are posting or tweeting or using the pseudo media to put your use forward, it's not a skill. Anybody can do that. If you know how to use a phone and if you know what you have to write it doesn't take much of a you don't have to use your brain when it comes to pseudo media manager putting photos it's the easiest thing in the world uploading videos that's the easiest thing in the world and since you only have limited space in on such platforms you cannot use your intellect because your intellect is not going to be a part of this but for some individuals you need high-end tech talent when it comes to creating phone applications. Fantasy sports technology platforms are amongst the most complex to design and implement. I don't think so. I've never been on these and I think fantasy sports is clearly a waste of time because even there you don't need any skill. It's gambling. That's because the number of concurrent users is massive and almost every second number numerous statistics relevant to users have to be updated statistics are irrelevant so that's not a skill creating a phone application is not a skill maintaining an application doesn't qualify a skill at least in my book India today has the largest fantasy sports user base in the world at 13 crore. Not an achievement. It's just a waste of time. Why would I want to waste my time on creating a fantasy team when the word fantasy is 
there in large letters why would i want to have a term why would i want to create a fantasy team how will me creating a fantasy team affect the real team the real team management will not be affected by the fantasy team created so it's just a waste of time upi would have more users but it won't have many transactions per second happening as on fantasy sports platforms during a match fantasy sports involves each user putting together a virtual team of real sports players predicting game and earning points based on real life statistics of players it's fantasy so it doesn't count in my book and it doesn't require any skill anyone can do it anyone can create a fantasy team based on this you don't know what team will be eventually selected so it's gambling it's not a skill but what is a real skill real skill is writing an article but without the help from ai based platform which means when you write an article you fill the article with content with words if you add statistics and if statistics outweigh the number of words then it doesn't qualify in my book as something skilled and then communication as i said as i said the only skill is spoken and written communication rest is just a very small part of the ecosystem and the ego system spoken and written communication without barriers if you cannot communicate your ideas to others then you are you have no standing so if i write an article and i write an article without being influenced by other articles i will be influenced but if i can write an article despite the influence and independent of the influence and that is the real skill it can take time and then if i can write an article or write a speech or any such thing based on my experience whether i write it on the computer or i write it by hand both work that's a skill but fantasy sports and other applications user interface just because there are million users and everything is happening real time it doesn't qualify as a skill maybe some individual will feel hurt by it be hurt by it for me it's not the real skill because it doesn't require much of an effort you the artificial intelligence does most of the things and if people are spending time on such platforms such as fantasy sports then they are anyway wasting their life away it's as wasted life away as you do it with certain hallucinatory things so it doesn't count in my world as skill neither the creation of the application nor the usage nor creating a fantasy team i have no time for this i'll create my own team i don't have to put it on a platform because what do i gain by doing it nothing
this ends episode number 529 on the 3rd of june 2022 stay tuned for the next episode on the 6th of june 2022 with episode number 530